everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms. With quite the busy day, a lot of deals, and a big organizational change at Disney. Oh, and a Facebook ban posts that deny the Holocaust. Interesting that came after banning QAnon groups, but I uh, guess you gotta take the victories where you can with a dumpster fire. And all brought to you today by our friends at the New York City Brewers Guild. And a couple of new additions in the trailer house. Disney Fox gave us one for Everybody's Talking About Jamie. That's based on a musical and based on a true story about a high school teenager finding his voice as a drag queen in the UK. That one is slated for theaters on February 26th. And Sony Pictures Classics gave us one for Nine Lives, which won the Saldo Screenwriting Award at Sundance this year. It's kind of a surrealist tale, with Winston Duke existing in some sort of netherworld, choosing between nine souls, one of which is being sent to Earth. The trailer was definitely intriguing, and it was very well-reviewed out of Sundance, so check that out in the show notes as you like. That one has an early 2021 TBA release date. And now over to Hollywood. Starting with Sandra Bullock, always a good place to start. She is going to produce and star in a movie at Paramount. That one's called The Lost City of D, according to The Hollywood Reporter. It's a romantic action-adventure movie, apparently in the vein of Romancing the Stone. Music video directors Adam and Aaron Nee, guessing they're brothers, uh, are attached to direct. They're also doing the He-Man movie over at Netflix. Paramount is also hoping to have Ryan Reynolds join as the male lead. But then again, who doesn't? Uh, He's only loosely attached at this point. Mindy Kaling, Sir Ben Kingsley, and Lucy Boynton have now all joined Doug Lyman's heist movie, Lockdown, in London. That's according to Deadline. The movie is already shooting with Anne Hathaway, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Ben Stiller, and many others with a $10 million budget. Also just going to slide this in here, Universal has acquired the rights to develop a remake of the 2001 hit Nicole Kidman film, The Others, according to Deadline. Because yeah, that first one was just, uh, you know, terrible. Over at Lionsgate, they've set a PVOD release date for that Gerard Butler asteroid attack movie, Greenland. You can now rent that at home for 20 bucks on December 18th. HBO paid somewhere from 20 to $30 million for the streaming and pay TV window on that one, but that date still has not been specified. And also one final theatrical business note. Earlier this month, an industry analyst said that AMC theaters would run out of cash by March at its current rate of spending and the amount of theatrical business going on. But AMC said today uh, that, nope, we're going to run out of cash by year's end, or very early next year, according to the trades. They said they'll either have to start selling assets or raise additional cash if the business does not turn around. So there's even more riding on those films that announced December release dates this month. AMC is the country's largest movie theater chain. Now, there was a big shift announced at Disney yesterday, which uh, is definitely worth diving into to explain it but I think is better served in a separate podcast, so look for that as a separate download shortly. And now a few things over in the TV. Josh Jackson has been cast in the Peacock limited series, Dr. Death. He replaces Jamie Dornan in the title role, according to the trades, and joins the already cast Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater in the project based on the hit podcast at Universal Content Productions. The show was slated to shoot pre-pandemic, and when it shifted to this fall, it got tricky in Dornan's schedule. HBO had some notable development news, putting a six-episode limited series into development about SpaceX, the Elon Musk space program that'll be produced by Channing Tatum's production company, according to the trades. Star Trek Beyond writer Doug Jung will handle the writing here. 
HBO Max also picked up Israel's most expensive TV series, according to Deadline. That one's called Valley of Tears. The 10-part series centers on the Yom Kippur War of 1973 and is going to be branded as a Max original whenever it launches TBD. No sale price was given, but HBO Max did curiously pick up the worldwide rights and not just the U.S. Not to be left out of the fun, NBC Universal had a couple of exec changes. One week after Susan Robner officially joined the company to head up programming, their head of unscripted series, Meredith R., is departing. Or I guess departed. Her last day was yesterday, according to The Hollywood Reporter, and had been president of Unscripted for two years, but was also involved in the widespread accusations of creating a toxic work environment that led to her former boss, Paul Telegdi's dismissal this summer. But NBCU did announce a promotion yesterday, giving their longtime ad chief, Linda Yaccarino, a new title, chairperson of global advertising and partnerships, still reporting directly into CEO Jeff Schell. So a congrats to Linda. And we'll finish up with today's COVID report. That sounds promising. Uh, Days of Our Lives is suspending production for two weeks due to a positive COVID test among the crew. Although no delay in new episodes is expected as a result. Production on HBO's The Gilded Age series has also been shut down for a bit due to some positive test results among the crew, according to Deadline. And Kira Knightley has left her Apple TV limited series, The Essex Serpent, for family reasons. That's just six weeks before production was slated to start, according to the Daily Mail. Concerns about child care for her two kids over the four and a half month shoot was the primary reason given by her rep. The project is now on hiatus. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With more companies calling it quits on going back to the office for the first half of next year. And another addition to the brand new talent management firm, Range Media Partners. Plus today's pop quiz. And since Josh Jackson's in the news, a hard to resist a dip into the Dawson's well. Well, more specifically his creek. How many years was that show on the air? Four, five, or six? The answer after a toast with our friends at the New York City Brewers Guild. And today, Tuesday, October 13th, is the last day to get your New York City Blocktoberfest beer box. I mean, even just the name is fun to say. But by now, you know the deal. You get a box of 12 beers, most of them 16 ounces, all brewed right here by the independent breweries of New York City. And there's a wide variety of styles, so it's fun to just uh, crack open a few on a Friday night with your roommates, uh, married or otherwise, or just have a couple of beers by yourself. I mean, you deserve it. The box is shipped to 31 states, including New York, but also California, Colorado, Texas, New Jersey, Connecticut, and let's face it, all the good states. Go to nycbrewed.com today. Tuesday, October 13th, this is the last day to order a box, and the breweries themselves will also be doing some fun live stream events later this month with instructions on how to join in the boxes. And all proceeds benefit the nonprofit Brewers Guild, which provides great resources for the city's breweries at a time that's, uh, let's face it, very tough for small business here in New York. So, drinking for a good cause. That's nycbrewed.com, and that link is right in the episode notes. Now, the answer to today's pop quiz Dawson's Creek ended up doing six seasons on the WB. It launched in the fall of 98 and aired its finale in March of 2003, where I'm uh, sure we all remember where we were, at least if you're a millennial. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Facebook's content department continues its fall 2020 woke run, now banning any content that denies or distorts the Holocaust. 25% of 18 to 39-year-olds either believe that the Holocaust was a myth or didn't know, according to a recent survey cited by Facebook's policy announcement. 
And speaking of Facebook, their former strategic partner manager for emerging talent, Kai Gayoso, or Gayoso, sorry Kai, is uh, joining the new management and personal branding company, Range Media Partners, as a partner. He's going to head up their digital talent group and consult with clients across all departments on their digital strategy, according to The Hollywood Reporter. So congrats to Kai on the new gig. And finally, the New York Times has extended their work-from-home policy through July 4th weekend next year, saying that nobody is going to be required to return before July 6th. The Times is joining companies like Microsoft, Target, Google, and Ford, who have all said working in an office won't be a thing for another nine months. In today's programming notes, uh, well, nothing, which should give you plenty of time to explore this year's Prime Day on Amazon. Or uh, go order yourself a new iPhone. Apple has their presentation with all the details today at 1 p.m. Although to note, the NFL does have a game tonight on CBS. Once again, as a result of delays from players testing positive for COVID. So you can catch the Bills versus the Titans at 7 p.m. on CBS. Which is going to have to compete with The Bachelorette. That new season premieres on ABC at 8 p.m. I mean, talk about a head-to-head matchup. And let's finish out today with a new song from Greta Van Fleet, presumably from an upcoming album. This one's called My Way Soon, and uh, hey, don't forget to order some New York City brewed beer. That link is in the episode notes, so uh, go check it out now since I'm all done. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.